And Ravina didn't stop in the middle of Halel to give him Shalom. Says the Gemara, Shani Rav Bar Sheva, the Lo Chashiv Alei de Rabina. Rav Bar Sheva is different because he wasn't Chashuv enough for Rabina. That Rabina felt that he should have to stop in order to give him Kavod. So therefore, that's why he didn't stop. But really, a person does stop um, in Halel if you're again, if it's a day that you don't, if you don't make a Barachas and you stop even Ba'em not to give Shalom. But if it's a day that you do stop, so then. You only do bina perakim, which I think the halacha is. I didn't check it up, but I think the halacha over here is that we go by the um, same rule of kriyat shema. So meaning bina perakim, you could stop for the same things you could stop in shema bina perakim, and by emtza you could stop for the same things you could stop in shema. Hold like Rabbi Yehuda, and therefore uh, that will be the halacha. However, if you don't say beracha, then you could stop for shalom anyway. But to just stop in the middle of halal to say nothing, to talk uh, mundane things. That is not allowed. Ashian, one of the rabbis in Yeshiva of Rabbi Ameh, asked Rabbi Ameh, somebody who is Sharui B'Ta'anit, can he taste a food? Meaning, while the person is cooking, and he wants to taste the food to see if it needs any uh, ingredients. So, if he's in it for Ta'anit, may he do that? Some say this is only talking about somebody who accepted a Ta'anit. Uh, like on himself personally, but it's not talking about a Ta'anit Sibur. Some say it's even a Ta'anit Sibur, except for Tisha'abab and Yom Kippur. Achila ushtiya kabil aleha Do we say, look, he accepted on himself not to eat and drink, and this is not considered eating and drinking. Or perhaps we say that he accepted not to have Hana'ah, and that he does have. So Amalei told him, To'em, you may taste the end bekach klum, and there's no problem with that. So Sephora so speaks out that of course you have to spit the food out, I meaning you can't swallow it. However, our opinions hold that you're even allowed to swallow the food, and it's not a problem of, of the fast. I didn't check. One may taste the food, and someone's tasting the food, he doesn't need to make a beracha. And someone who's in a ta'anit, he may taste. How much can you taste? One may taste up to the shi'ud of a rabi'it, which is about the differing in the opinions. It's somewhere between three and five ounces. Rav says, Anyone who tells his friend shalom before he prays, it's as if he created a, so to speak, mizbeach for avodah zarah. Shneimar, it says in the pasuk, chedlu lachem min haadam. So to speak, remove yourself or distance yourself from the man. Asher neshama beafo that has breath in his nose and his body. Ki bema nechshavu because for what is he worth? For what is he valued? Al tekreh bema. Don't read it bame, meaning what is he worth? Ela bama. That he, you made him ki bama because bama nechshavu. You made him a bama. Ushmuel Amar Shmuel says you don't have to change the word in the pasuk. With what do you make this man so chashub? And not to Hashem, who is the God. Therefore, a person should give shalom to Hashem before. And that's why on Shema and that's why on Shabbat a lot of people have minhag. They don't say Shabbat Shalom uh, before they pray. They say uh, something they say the Shabbat Hataba. Different uh, things that they say. Safra was it? Safra de Mare. Safra de Mare. Good. Says the Gemara, Metiv Rabbi Sheshat Rabbi Sheshat Etzkoshim Beraita. 
It says, not Perakim, Shalom Penakavod. Umeshiv, we spoke about that in the Perakim, you're allowed to enter Penakavod and you can enter anybody. Now, what are you entering? You're entering Shalom. So, now, guys, in Shema, that means he didn't pray yet. To the Gemara, be Abba, Mashkim Lepitchot, be Abba, explain, no. The, so to speak, the curse or the, or the problem of a person is when you go to a person's house to greet him and give him Shalom before you pray. righteousness will go in front of him. And he will place on the on the road, on the path, his steps. Which means that a person should first first he should place in front of him his uh, his tzedek, meaning he should be matzvik and thank Hashem, so to speak, and talk to Hashem for his tefillah. And then, then he should only put his is you know his, his steps on the road, meaning and do his personal thing. Anyone who does pray, and then he goes out to the road. Hashem takes care of all his needs for him. Like the pasuk said, one who is one who puts his righteousness in front of him. He will, so to speak, Hashem will set up his. Uh, steps on the road, meaning Hashem will take care of all that person's needs. Amar Abiyona, Amar Bizera. Abiyona says in the name of Bizera, Kol Halan, anyone who sleeps Shabbat, I mean for seven days, below Halom, without a dream, Nekra Ra, he is called evil. Shunemat, says in the Pasuk, Vesheba Yalin, I'm sorry, it says Vesaba, uh, Vesaba, or Vesaba, uh, Vesabea. Vesabea Yalin, somebody who is satiated will sleep. Bali Pakedra. And literally it means he will not be visited by evil. So he might say, Al tikreh sabaya ela sheba. And therefore you read it, the sheba yalin, one who sleeps for seven days, bali paked, without being visited, meaning not having a dream, ra. He is ra. Amar le rabbi acha bered rabbi chaya bar abba. So rabbi acha bered rabbi chaya said, Hachi amar rabbi chaya, amar rabbi yohanan. Anyone who fills himself up from the Vret Torah, and then he goes to sleep, he does not, we don't give him bad tidings, and we don't tell him bad things. Someone who's come fully satiated from Torah, meaning, he will sleep, he will not be visited by evil. We're continuing three lines from the bottom. Elohen ben Perakim. These are considered ben Perakim. The Mishnah told us different uh, areas of which are ben Perakim. Between the first beracha and the second beracha, between the second beracha and Shema, between the end of the first perasha and Vayayim Shemoa, between the end of Vayayim Shemoa and Vayomer, and regarding the end, the Tanakhama held that between Emet and the Yatsib is also ben Perakim. However, the Yehuda in the Mishnah said that you may not disrupt between the emet and the yatsib. Rabbi Yehuda, <coughs> 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 <coughs
והשם אלוקים אמת. So therefore, since we say, Hashem Elohim Emet, Hashem our God is Emet, so therefore, one, even though really Emet is part of the Yatid, and Hashem Elohim is really part of Shema, but since we have a pasuk that is Hashem Elohim Emet, so therefore, we don't stop between the word Elohim or Elokechem and Emet. Chozer ve'omer Emet, or ene Chozer ve'omer Emet. So the Gemara, what if a person uh, somehow had a, some sort of like, hefsek uh, over here, or whatever it is, because you have to go back and repeat the word emet when he starts v'yatim. So he said, Something like that, right? And then he stopped. So does he have to say, emet v'yatim? Or could he just continue v'yatim? So Amar Abi Abu, Amar Abi Yohanan, Chozer ve'omet. He has to go back and say emet. Amar Abba, Chozer ve'omet emet, right? Go back and say emet. Rabba Amar Abba says, Eno Chozer ve'omet emet. You do not have to go back to say emet. Says the Gemara, who the Nachid came to Rabba was one guy who was one time going in front of Rabba. Shemai Rabba, the Amar Emet Emet Trezimi. Rabba heard the guy say Emet Emet. So Amar Rabba, Rabba said, Kol Emet Emet Tafselehai. This guy, so to speak, was taken over by Emet, meaning the guy is saying too many Emet because Rabba held. You don't have to repeat the Emet again, and this guy was doing that. Says the Gemara, Amar Rabbi Yosef. Rabbi Yosef said, Kama Maalia Hashmatata. How beautiful is this? When Shmuel Bar Yehuda came, he said, They say in the west, meaning in where? In Yerushalayim. Arbit, in the evening, they say what? They say like this. They don't say the whole third parasha of, of uh, Tzitzit. What they say is, they say, Tzabberel b'nei Yisrael, ve'amar ta'alehem, ani Hashem elokechem, emet, finish. That's all they say. So, Amar le'abayez, abayezer, ma'im ma'aliyuta. What's the big ma'ala about that? Rab Kahana says in the name of Rab. A person should not begin the third perek of Shema at night. However, if he began to say it, Gober, he has to finish it. So therefore, what's so beautiful about what they did? They were starting it and they weren't finishing it. That from when you say the words Amar Ta'alem, that's not considered beginning the perek. As Shmuel Barzak says in the name of Rab, Tabel b'nei Yisrael, lo havehat chala. If you just said Tabel b'nei Yisrael, that's not considered that you started the perek. Ve'amarta alehem, havehat chala. And therefore over here where they said ve'amarta alehem, they should have finished it. And therefore it's not so beautiful what they did. Amarav papa, the papa says, kasevre b'ma'arav or not. In the ma'arav, in Yerushalayim, they held like this. Ve'amarta alehem, nami lo havehat chala. Even saying ve'amarta alehem is not considered beginning the third perek. Ad-e'amar, until you actually say ve'asu lehem sitzit. And when you say that, that's when it's considered that you started, that then you're required to finish the perek. So the Gemara, Amar Abayah, Abayah said, Hilkach, therefore, Anan, we, Adchulem Madchilinan, we begin the parasha of, 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 of Vayomer, meaning we start the third perek of the, of the Shema. The Kamadchilel Ma'arava, because in Israel, in Yerushalayim, they also did that, they started it. The Chemad Adchilinan, and once we start it, Migmar Nami Gamlin, and we also finish it. And that's why we say, the third parasha of, of uh, which is talking about tzitzit, which is really not no hegba laila, we still say it even in Abi. Because once we start, we said, don't start. But if you start, you have to finish. Therefore, since they started, we have to start. But once we start, then we're required to finish it. And that's why we say, Chia Barav, Amar Chia Barav says, Amar, Ani Hashem Elokechem, when a person says, Ani Hashem Elokechem, Sarich Lomar Emet. You have to say Emet after that. Lo amar ani Hashem elokechem, eno tzarich lomar emet. 
But if you don't say, Ani Hashem Elokechem, meaning if you don't say the whole parasha of the tzitzit, so then, he doesn't have to say Amet, meaning you only have to say Amet if you say the whole perek of, of tzitzit, the whole by the Be'er Hashem, right? The whole of Ayyam Hashem 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 that whole thing. So only if you say that, then you have to say Amet. Says the Gemara, but how could you not say the third perek? You have to mention it's Yat Mitzrayim at night. The Amar Hachi, somebody says no, the Amar Hachi, he, he, he got out of saying it's Yat Mitzrayim because he said like this, We thank you, Hashem, our God, we took us out of Egypt, you redeemed us from the house of slaves, you did with us Nisim, miracles, and strength, and we sang to you, and therefore, the guy got out of mentioning because he mentioned it here. Therefore, there's no reason for him to mention the third pedic. So that's why he said that if you don't say it, then you don't have to say emet. But if you say it, you have to say emet. But like we said already, we do say it because uh, they said it there. So once they said it, we say it. And once we started, we have to finish it. And therefore, we do have to say emet at the end, which we do. We, we repeat, Hashem Elokechem emet. And then we start. But emet should be, of course, connected to the Yatsik. We spoke out in the Mishnah that Rabbi Yeshua ben Gulchah said, Why is Shema the Havta first before Vayayim Shema? So he said, First, Mikabir al Malchut Shemaim, then Vayayim Shema is all Mitzvot. And then we said, After all Mitzvot, you have the third parasha. And the reason for the third parasha being after Vayayim Shema, we said, Because Vayayim Shema is Noheg Bayom Ubalayla, as opposed to the third parasha, which talks about Sitzit is only Bayom. And that's why it's less. Says the Gemara, Tanya, we want to know what I say. Rabbi Shimon ben Yochai Omer, Rabbi Shimon ben Yochai says, Bedin hu, really, it would be proper, Shiakadim Shema, Levehayayim Shemoa. It's proper for us to say Shema before Vehayayim Shemoa. Which is what we do. Shazel lilmod, because Shema teaches us that one has to learn himself. Shazel lilamed. Vehayayim Shemoa teaches that one must teach. Vayayim Shemoa levayomer, and Vayayim Shemoa properly goes before Vayomer. Shazel Ilmod, because Vayayim Shemoa teaches us that one has to learn, which we just said not like that, so we're going to see in a minute. Vezeh la'asot, and Vayomer teaches us to do. Says the Gemara, Atu Shema, you said that Shema teaches us to teach. And Vayayah teaches us to learn. And Vayomer is to, is to, uh, is to do. So it says, Atu Shema, Shema only has to teach, but not, it only has, I'm sorry, to learn, but to teach and to do, it doesn't say there. It's very clear in the Pasuk. It says, That's teaching. Is doing. You have to put tefillin on your arm, put the mezuzah on your door, so it says everything there. The two and further, we said what? It says to teach. There's no doing in it. It also says there. You have to put the filin on. And it says you have to put the mezuzah. This is what he meant. It's proper. That we, that we say first the Shema, then Vahayayim Shema. Shema has all three. To learn, to teach, and to do. And it's proper that Vahayayim Shema goes before Vahayayim Shema. Because Vayayim Shemoa teaches that we have to teach and we have to do. Vayomer and Ba'el Al-Asod. And Vayomer only has El Al-Asod Bilbad. It only has to do. And that's why it's less. So why are you learning out from this new reason? What was wrong with the learning of Rabbi Yeshua Ben Korcha about his whole 
thing that Shema is Ol Malchut Shemaim, Vayah is Ol Mitzvot, and Vayomer is only Noheg Bayom and not Balayla. Why is the Menah bringing a new explanation? So the Menah with Tepukle learned that Midir Rabbi Yeshua Ben Korcha. So the Menah Hada veOd Kaamar. No, it's saying one thing and another reason also. Hada number one is like Rabbi Yeshua Ben Korcha said. We say Shema first, then Vayayim Shema, because that's all mitzvot, and then Vayomer, which is also part of mitzvot, but it's only Noheg Bayom, not Balayla. Then Vayayim Shema is all mitzvot. The odd, and another reason why we say Shema first, because it has these other things that we just spoke about, that Shema is to learn, to teach, and to do. Vayayim Shema is only to teach, and to do, and by Yomer is only to do. And that's how we say it last. Says the Gemara, Rav, Mashiach he will wash his hands in the morning, Vekara Kiryat Shema, he will read Kiryat Shema, Veanach Tefilim, then he would put his Tefilim, Vetzaleh, and then he would pray. So says the Gemara, we're going to try to learn now, if a person is supposed to put his Tefilim on when he, uh, when he says Shema, or it doesn't matter, could, we could say Shema without Tefilim. Says the Gemara, Vehechi Avid Hachi, how did Rav do that? How did Rav say Shema before he put his tefillin on? Now, Tanya the Beraita says, "Hachofer kuch lamet bakeber." A guy was digging a uh, a burial plot for a uh, for a deceased, for someone who died. And uh, basically, it sounds like over here, she explains there was some sort of special kever. Basically, they were digging out the wall of a cave. They were in a cave. They were digging out the wall in order to bury the guy in there. Uh, something like that. Yeah. So it says, Patur Mekiriyat Shema, Amin HaTefilah, Amin HaTefilah, Amin HaTefilah, Amin HaTefilah, He's Patur from all mitzvot. Like, like we spoke about previously, like with mitzvah. He gives man Kiriyat Shema, now if he reads, if he reaches the time of Kiriyat Shema, or there he goes up from this cave, when Otel Yadav washes his hands, Maniach Tefilim, put it on Tefilim, and Kore Kiriyat Shema, Umit Palel. He reads Shema, and he prays. So he says, one second, Hagufa Kasha. That itself is a question. Resha Amar, first you told me Patur. Now you tell me when the Tom's comes to Shema, he's got to read it? I thought you said he's patur. It's not a question. If there's only one guy, you're right, he's patur from everything. But when there's two guys, that's what the Sefa was talking about and it was saying, two guys, so then one guy keeps digging, one guy go up, and then switch. However, you find your answer at the Berata, but it's still difficult on the opinion of Rav, because Rav, Red Shema, and then put his tefillin on. And this Baraita says, what should the guy do? Go up, wash his hands, put tefillin, then read Shema, and then read tefillah. So that means that really you're supposed to put tefillin first. It's a question on Rav. So the says, Rav, ki Rabbi Yoshua ben Korcha, svidale. Rav held like Rabbi Yoshua ben Korcha. De Amad, Rabbi Yoshua ben Korcha said, Ol malchut shamayim tefillah, ve'achar kach ol mitzvot. Right, Rabbi Yosef Ben-Chai explained, why do we say Shema first, and then Vayayim Shema, Om Al-Chud Shemaim, then Om Mitzvot. So it's over here, he did Om Al-Chud Shemaim first, and then he, Om Mitzvot, is Tifilin, is one of the Mitzvot. Right. So he put that after. Says the Gemara, Eima da'ama Rabbi Yosef Ben-Kurchah lehakdim kiri'ah lekiri'ah. One second. Maybe Rabbi Yosef Ben-Kurchah only said it regards to reading. You read the Om Al-Chud Shemaim before you read the Om Mitzvot. Right. But do we know that he ever held that when a person Meaning, if it's all mitzvot, meaning the actual mitzvah that he said he's supposed to read the all mitzvot before you do a mitzvah, he never said that. Maybe he would agree to put tefillin on first. The two, and further, Misavar Leke Rabbi Yeshua Ben Korcha, does Rav really hold like that? 
Ha'amar Rabchia Bar Ashi. Rabchia Bar Ashi once told us, Zimin Sagi'in, multiple times, have a Ka'amina Kameida Rav. He says, I was sitting in front of Rav. Umakdim, Rav would get up. Umashayadeh, he would wash his hands. Umebarech, and he would make with Kota Torah. Umatnelan Pirkin, and then he would teach us the Perek, whatever they were learning. Umanach Tefilin, then he would put his Tefilin. Fahadar Kareh Kiryat Shema. So you see, Rav, a lot of times we said he did put Tefilin first. Over here, you know why he put his tefillin first? Because it wasn't time yet. He was still waiting for Shema, for the time of Shema. So Gemara says, In ken, my Ashi. Says the Gemara, but if that's true, then what did Abhiya Ashi come in to teach me? He's just telling me nothing. Meaning, if he's making an adut, many times I saw Rab that he did, but what did he tell me? It wasn't time for Kiryat Shema. If it was time and he told me, I saw that he put his tefillin first, so he's coming to tell me, put your tefillin, then say Shema. But if it wasn't time yet, so what are you telling me? It's not, it wasn't time yet. There's no chidush in what he's saying. How could you put in tefillin first? Why? It's still the dark, no? No, so the time for tefillin is Shema or Shema is after that. Shema is a little bit before, uh, Shema, Shema is really by Allah, right? A little before Allah, maybe. Right, but the time for tefillin is before that already. Right? And uh, I'm saying that the proof for that is that, that if you could pray on time, so if you could say Shema the first time you could say it, that means you put your tefillin on already before that. The tefillin done already is uh, Mishiyakir, right? And Kiryat Shema is uh, the other Mishiyakir. Says the Gemara, no, really, really maybe it wasn't time for Kiryat Shema yet. So what was the Chidushin saying that Rav went and he put his tefillin on first? So the Mishnah, the Chidush was the Afuke Mimande Amar le Mishnah in Sarich lebarech. All he was coming to teach me was that when he said Umevarech, that Rav used to say Berkota Torah, he was telling me that he used to say Berkota Torah in order to show you not like the opinion that held that we spoke out that when you learn Mishnayot you don't have to say Berkota Torah. So he was coming to tell you no, Rav held even for Mishnayot you have to say Berkota Torah. Kamash Malan Af le Mishnah Nami Sarich lebarech. Says the Gemara, okay. Mikom Rakom Kashel Rav. However, it's difficult on Rav because at the end of the day, even if you say over here that it wasn't time for Kiryat Shema yet, right? Even if you say over here that it wasn't time for Kiryat Shema yet, right? Like we're saying, if you're trying to say that it didn't reach the time yet, and the whole Chidush was only Mitzad the Mevarech. So still we have a problem, according to Rav, from the Beraita that we spoke about, but it says a chofer kuchla med bakeber. So we said over there that he puts his tefillin and then he says shema. So even if you want to answer up like this, so difficult on Rav, right? Because we don't know for sure if Rabbi Yeshua ben Kulcha said his statement even on. Meaning we asked two questions. Question one was how do you know Rabbi Yeshua ben Kulcha? said that even when you're reading and doing, you still do all, all Malchut Shemayim before you do the mitzvah. Maybe he only said when you're reading and you're reading. You read all Malchut Shemayim before you read all mitzvah. How you know he said that you read all Malchut Shemayim before you do the mitzvah? Let me say another question. How you know Rav even holds like that? Because he said he put his tefillin on once. Even though he answered up that the reason why in that case of, of uh, Rav Chia Bar Asher, the reason why Rav went and put his tefillin first was that because really it wasn't time for Shema yet. The whole Chidush was that he was teaching you that you have to make a barakah when you learn Mishnayot. Right. But what about the other part? Maybe Rav Shabbat Zuchan never said that. And therefore maybe really you, you do it. When it is time, you do have to put your tefillin on first even when you oh, could say Shema. No, you could put your tefillin on first. 
Meaning maybe the Yehoshua ben Korcha only said it when you're reading and reading. But not when you're reading and then doing. Reading and doing, maybe he yells, hey, you got to do the mitzvah first. Because he could have waited also for the, for, for the tefillinah. He, he would have waited for Shema, then for tefillinah. Fine, but... Yeah, but you have... I mean, what are you saying now meaning, that... Meaning, like, he says, he, he can do... It's like, if, why he had to put the tefillin first and Kirat Shema? It wasn't a time of Kirat Shema. No, it was not a Shema. It was not a Shema yet, so therefore that's why he put it. Really, he would have said Shema. So, if, if it's more important to do the Shema before the Tefillin, he had to wait it until the Shema time comes in. He said the Shema, then he put Tefillin. No, no. It was time for Tefillin. It wasn't time for Shema yet. So I, I understand. So therefore, so you have no proof that really he's supposed to read Tefillin and Shema. Maybe if it was time for Shema, he would have done it first. If time for Shema is more important than the Tefillin... No, the time for Shema, maybe he would have read Shema. Meaning the only reason why he put his Tefillin maybe is because it wasn't time for Shema yet. But if it was time for Shema, maybe he would have read Shema. So therefore you have no proof that he's supposed to put Tefillin. No, I'm saying, I'm saying, like, if it's most more important to say Shema before the Tefillin, that's uh, the way it has to go, you would have to wait for Shema, then he put the Tefillin. He's saying it was he more would, important to no, say Shema. No, but he Shema got a mitzvah now. What do you mean, Tefillin? He has a mitzvah. He's going to sit there, wait, do nothing? He figured, I'll do the mitzvah now, Tefillin, yeah, and then when I'm done... He was learning, he was learning. No, but he's not learning, he put the Shema, he put the Tefillin, if it was more important to say the Shema than Tefillin, you want to say he should have kept it? Then he kept it, and said the Shema, say Shema, and then put the Tefillin. Okay. No, but maybe, maybe it's definitely, maybe like this. It's definitely better, you know, it's better to wait Tefillin when you say Shema. But the question is, if, if so therefore that's why, since he had time, he said, okay, I can't read Shema, now I'll put my Tefillin. But when you have both of them in front of you, which one do you do first? Shema or Tefillin? Like when I was saying, maybe you have to go and do really Tefillin first. And not, uh, um, and, and this is not a proof because of here it wasn't the time yet. So the Gemara says, Shalukhaihu Da'abi. The Gemara says, no, you're right. Really, in the first story that we said that Rab read Kiryachima before his Tefillin, over there was the guy who was bringing his Tefillin to Shul or whatever. That guy messed up. He was late. So therefore, since the guy wasn't there, the Rav said Shema first. But really, he's supposed to put your tefillin first. And the Gemara says, Amar Ula, Ula says, Kola kore kiryat Shema, belo tefillin. Anyone who reads kiryat Shema without tefillin, ki'ilu me'aid edut sheker be'asmo. As if he's making be'i me'aid edut sheker. Why? Because it says, Ukshetav hotel adecha. Epo tefillin shilcha, where's your tefillin? Amar b'chaya baraba, amar b'yohanan. Kilu hikrib olah belo menucha. Zebach lo nitzakim. As if he brought in korban olah without the proper mincha that goes with it, or as if he brought any offering without the proper wine nesachim which goes with it. Of course, the halacha we hold that a person should wear his tefillin when he's saying kiryat shema in the morning. However, if the time of kiryat shema is passing and you want to say it and you don't, you can't pay tefillin on right now. So of course you should say the, tefillin, uh, the kiryat shema and not miss the zman. Baruch Adonai Olam. Amen.